Spirit, you will feel activity going on in your belly. Out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. The answer to this city's needs is right here. It's right here. Guaranteed. And it's not like you don't live your whole life just in the realm of faith. The realm of faith brings you to the realm of experience. You start by faith. You might not feel it at first. You won't feel it at first. That's a promise. But you will. If you're not ashamed to be spiritual, if you allow the Holy Spirit to take you there, like, it's just normal. It's just normal. It's going to happen to everybody because you let the Holy Spirit take you there. Your belly will become activated. You will feel rivers of living glory flowing through every, every part of your body. Every part. These are just gates. These hands are just gates by which the glory comes out of the people. We love you. We love you. We love you, Holy Spirit. We love your activity in our lives. We honor you coming out of our bellies. We honor you. We honor the reality, the truth that's set in stone, Lord God, that anyone who believes, you said anyone who would believe, as the scripture has said, rivers, rivers of living water would flow from their innermost being, from their bellies, out of your bellies, the King James says, rivers of living water will flow. It's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. Bought in the blood. Paid for by the blood. That you could be spiritual. Oh. Oh. Alright, all right. that's good. Hey, let's just give Jesus a shout. I just feel it.
pace of generosity, you can't outgive God. So anyway, I'm just going to pass this around and uh, no obligation to give for anybody if this is your first time or whatever. Dude, we don't need your money. <laughs> giving you an opportunity to partner with heaven. Yeah, you just, we all just need Jesus, so he's our provider. If you want to write checks, you can write in the Firehouse Projects or there's giving cards in there. Just make sure you fill out all the information. Um, if you want to get my credit card, debit card. I'm just going to pass these around. Thank you guys so much for those who have been partnering. These are awesome. And let's just give a clap offering for the partners that have been partnering with us. I'm just hearing in the spirit like uh, dental miracles. <laughs> Is anybody hearing dental miracles? Just stand up. Stand up. <laughs> we just lose dental miracles right now. Right now. If people, if people need uh, some kind of work done, we just release it to be healed right now in Jesus' name. If they have fillings, we just restore it. We restore your fillings. Whoa. We restore everything in your mouth to work properly. Just stay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep putting your hands up. Put your hands up. Jesus, thank you that you care about my mouth. And I can proclaim the message of the gospel. <laughs> So, so just check it or check it when you get home if you, if you want to go to the bathroom and check it, dude, check it out. There's space sometimes you just like take one step all of a sudden, you know what I mean? You take a step to check it out and God like does something. Explosion like your spirit's about to explode right now. Yes! This isn't about messages and meetings and flow and gatherings. This literally is about world takeover. This is literally about world takeover, guys. And still, I still believe it. I still believe it. So everything that happens here is literally unto something. It's building upon something. You know what I mean? Like my and us proclaiming the gospel here is like I'm so passionate about it because until you get that foundation of the gospel, there's you can't go anywhere else in the spirit. Until you're confident of literally, like, that heaven is open over you, then you just live in a closed heavens, or you live going back and forth. And, like, my my heart is, dude, God didn't just leave us down here waiting for something to come. Literally, he's put all power and authority in our hands. And, and I'm really, really excited about, like, a corporate body learning to operate in unity to take back the earth, to see that restoration. So like everything that we're doing is unto that, guys. Like this is not about a service or a movie. Like it's not about doing the songs, you know. Like I just want to go and worship where the Holy Spirit is going because He's real and He's actually here and He's doing real stuff. <laughs> as soon as we lose sight of that, that's when it becomes just religious exercise, you know. 
It just becomes pointless, boring exercise. But dude, like, when we come together, every one of you, the Lord is speaking to you. Every one of you, the Lord is moving through you. And your piece of, of this body, your piece of the puzzle, per se, like, will matters. It matters. It matters forever. Like, it matters in the eternal scope of things. You getting a hold of this message matters. It's not for me. Like, it, it doesn't matter who's preaching it up here. Like, it's about everybody getting it. It's about everybody getting a hold of this thing and, and owning it. That, that way you can enter into that the realm of heaven on the earth and, and establish heaven on earth together with the saints. Like, ah! Wow. So good. Whoa. I just feel to do a couple things tonight. Like, uh, I want to, I might share a little bit of my own testimony. Um, and then I just want to go, I want to read from John 15 again. So excited about John 15, abiding, abiding in the vine, bearing much fruit. Huh. <laughs> and I, I just want to, I'm just going to preach the gospel again. But um, I got some really like crystal clear revelation. I feel like the Lord's been releasing. And uh, I just want to share it, right? Just right out of the gate, right? Okay, so, dude, the Lord's just speaking to me about, about being born again. And the power of the new birth. The power of what of actually being born again, guys. Like, like if you if you or the people that you're ministering to have not had an encounter where they went from dark to light, when they went from night to day, was a night day difference, then just have one. Just release that to them. You know what I mean? Because without that, honestly, it's just information, intellectual exercise, and strongly describing. But there's a moment where you go from darkness to light. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ephesians 2 says you were once children of wrath, but God in His great mercy actually grafted you in so that now you're sons of light. You are light in the Lord. But like literally coming, like the, the new birth is moving from darkness to light. And when you move, and here's the revelation I want to just unpack tonight. When you move to light, when the Holy Spirit is birthed in you, when you become a new creation, like this place of abiding in the vine, you're already fully in everything that you could ever get. In God. You're already fully in the middle of it. He, he's in you and you're in Him. Full of It's all there. Now the only thing, like, everything that God has for you will flow automatically unless you don't believe it and you try to work to do something else. You have to work to mess up the will of God. You don't actually have to work to do the will of God. Whoa, that's good news. It's so good, dude. It is so good. Like, let me just say it again. You, if you've been born again, the, the will of God will flow in your life like a river. You can't, it, you will have to work to mess it up. It will, it will be zero, it will be zero work to flow in it. This is what I'm talking about at the beginning, guys. I just lose Sonny. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Whoa! Dude, it's so easy. I would just encourage you to call it effortless. It's effortless. But to flow, to miss the will of God, you have to do work. You have to do work to miss it. Because this is the power of Christ in you. Now, here's the picture that I've been getting that, that really helped bring me into this revelation, guys. Here's the picture. You, when you're born again, just imagine that you've been placed on a raft in the middle of a flowing river. This is, a, this is a perfect picture, guys. I got this picture from heaven. This is a perfect picture. 
you, when you're born again, it's as if you were placed on a raft in the middle of a free-flowing river. Now, the river is going to take you where you're supposed to go, right? Now, if you want to mess that up, what would you have to do on that raft? You'd have to jump off or you'd have to move. If you want to just do what you're supposed to do on that raft, you'd literally do zero. Can you picture it? Can you picture it with me? <laughs> you are placed, you are placed on, have, have you guys ever been river rafting? Has anybody ever been on it? Some of them are real fast and like you're going to fall off, right? But this, this river and this raft is one where you, it's just easy free sailing, okay guys? It's free flowing down that river. It's like a relaxing ride that, you know, have you ever been on like the really relaxing river rides? Those are awesome. Those are, those, I mean, I don't, if you're like an adventure guy, you might like the, the white waters and that's cool too. But for this picture, okay? <laughs> I mean, it's a little white watery too sometimes, you know, in the, in the kingdom. But like, you've got, you've got the captain that's not going to let you fall. Dude, this is a flawless picture, guys. I, I just want to give you this. Like, huh. This is what John 15 is talking about. We'll get there. But, dude, when you are born again, you're put into the fullness of Christ. That's why he just says, abide in me. Abide in me just means stay. It's like, good dog, stay. <laughs> stay now. That's it. That's it, dude. Like, this is worry-free Christianity. I'm talking about not just like living a life. I'm talking about you will live an overcoming, awesome, signs and wonders, like power encounter filled with love, like supernatural life. But if all you do is literally just stay where you are. Let it flow. The battle, the Bible actually calls the, calls the battle the good fight of faith. It's not the good fight. It's the good fight of faith. The only battle is to keep believing that you're already fully in. That's the only battle. If, if This is exactly how it was in the beginning. In the garden, Adam and Eve were completely perfect until they believed that they were lacking something and they went out to do something to fix something that wasn't even broken. You know? They were absolutely 100% perfect and flawless, exactly like you are in Christ. Bang. Just take it. If you don't feel flawless tonight, just take it anyway. <laughs> you are absolutely perfect. You are holy. You are made 100% righteous. You're in Christ. Christ is in you. Just stay there. Abide on the raft. The raft will take you where you need to go. You're flowing down that river. The yoke is easy. The burden is light. If it feels like work, that means you're struggling to do something that's not God's will. Just stop. Just stop it. Uh, that doesn't mean that Christians won't go through hard times. But dude, when you're resting in the presence of Jesus, a hard time will be transformed into an easy time. Even if, even circumstantially it's hard, but in your spirit it's always easy in life. Always. 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 Ah, it's so light. Just say, I, I'm light as a feather. Jesus. 
John 15. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> John 15, verse 3. You are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Abide in me. Abide. You know, it sounds like a spiritual sounding word, right? But you can just translate it as the word stay. Stay in me. Just stay where you are. Put your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was sucking metaphorically. <laughs> you guys are good. Oh. It's just staying, guys. It is just staying. It is just staying. It is staying on the raft. Dude. Whoa. It is staying on the raft. Let me just share with you. I, um, someone was asking me about my personal testimony earlier, and I just felt to like share a little bit. Here, it's pretty, it's cool. I've been in a lot of different streams of the body. Oh, look at that guy. Been in a lot of different streams of the body, and uh, I grew up. I grew up in this town, basically. I, I'm from here, guys. This is my like, home place, right? So I'm kind of familiar with the uh, the atmosphere of this region. <laughs> oh, I grew up Lutheran. Hallelujah. Anybody grow up Lutheran in here? Had some Lutheran roots in their family? No, just me. Oh, my wife does. I know that. Oh, I got a couple. And uh, hallelujah, did they have an awesome, you know, reality of saved by grace through faith, right? Martin Luther, Reformation. The dude, like, had an understanding that there's nothing you can do. So that's good. We're getting back to some of that stuff. Um, but, like, I, you know, I walked through, like, powerless Christianity. You know, like, I mean, we didn't know that God spoke ever. You know what I'm saying? Like through the Bible, you know, 2,000 years ago, and this is God's holy word, and this is the only thing He speaks through. And like, and I thank God that He does speak through this, you know. And like, that's awesome. But like, I just literally just had no understanding of actual like relationship, you know, an actual like two-way conversation, communion. Like it was all like you know intellectualism in a lot of ways to me or whatever. Um, you know, and then uh, I I went on a, a mission trip with Youth with a Mission. I uh, went down to Mexico, you know, one of those youth mission trips that wrecks your life, you know? Any, anybody done that, done a youth mission trip as a, when you were in, like, high school? I know like, God uses that in a lot of people's lives. And uh, for me, it was actually pretty crazy because I landed on this wiring base where, uh, dude, there were all these people that were, like, 20-somethings, and they were all, all they did was worship, pray, tell people about Jesus. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I never even imagined that. Like, literally, like, that kind of thing had never even crossed my mind. Like, it was just like, you know, I thought, if you love God, you became a pastor, that's the only thing you could do if you love God. <laughs> like, that's it, you know, I mean, that's the only option. Like, but you know, all these guys, like, just normal people, you know, just, just, like, completely caught up in a different reality, you know. And that was awesome, I, you know, and I, I finished high school, ended up going back with YWAM for a couple years. And uh, I got, I did a DTS and got baptized in the Holy Spirit, which is a real encounter, dude. Night and day freaking encounter with God in 2001. Um, like, my friend and I were, were in our pastor's house, actually. And uh, we just stayed up all night praying and, like, we started praying in tongues. It was the first time I ever prayed in tongues. And just God just fell on us, like, crazy. Like, we didn't even notice the time. And next thing you know, the sun was coming out. We prayed all night. Like, just caught up in this whole different realm, dude. And like that was literally night. I'm telling you, night and day difference. Like desires that I had were completely cut off. The next day, all I wanted to do was go run door to door, like tell everybody. I just wanted to be like, Jesus, real. Ah! Like I just wanted to go literally door to door. Like I was like, 
forget anything, forget jobs, forget my life, forget dude, just like, let's just run. Like, let's just get in the streets and just go for it, you know? And like, dude, there was a fire of God that just came, you know? And it was awesome. And, and uh, so like, I you know we did some youth revival stuff here in the city. Uh, we did like crazy stuff. Then the Lord ended up taking me back to, that was, I came back here after being in YWAM and then I was here for a couple years, went back to YWAM again and uh, went to India, lived in India for a couple years with Youth of the Mission. Um, but like for me, it was like I had this fire, but like I just literally had almost zero understanding of the heavenlies and the prophetic. I didn't know who I was in Christ, like a lot of this stuff. I knew God spoke. I knew that there was some realm of God like moving, you know, in the universe. I mean, I knew, I knew Jesus, but like, there was just so many aspects of Jesus that I didn't know, you know, like I just didn't have revelation. And uh, so like for me, I went to India for two years and it was like the most humbling time of my life. Um, it was it was crazy. Like, I mean, people would bring me demon-possessed people and like I had zero power. I'd just lay my hands on them and they'd just keep manifesting, you know? <laughs> I don't know, like it was just humbling, you know? And But the Lord was using that to like bring me to a place where after those two years, like I was like, I don't know anything about Jesus, you know? I don't know. I don't know anything. Like I knew it was real. I could feel the fire, but like literally, the fire was killing me because like I had all this understanding that we were supposed to like take over the nations and bear lots of fruit and stuff. But like I just literally did not know how to live in intimacy. Like I never. I didn't feel like waves of the love of God. Like I never had real encounters with that. Just the place of rest and the place of like intimacy in God. And so anyway, the Lord took me into IHOP for a couple of years, and that was really awesome. But like it was a lot more just pressing and like you know, uh, you know just just trying to press for the breakthrough, you know, to pull open the heavens and all this stuff. And I bless the IHOP guys, dude. But like for me, it's my time in the house of prayer was just like striving central, like pressing, 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 oh, fasting more, praying more, because like we just thought we would get this intimacy if we just did some more stuff, you know, if we could just get the stuff like. I mean, and dude, like, that's what I can tell you, and I, I'm sharing this to connect with where we're going tonight, too, but, like, my whole, it, it, there's a lot of things that God is using in the earth right now, and it's wonderful, like, you know, these different movements that, like, touch my life, different streams, and it's, and it's so good, but um, I just want to walk through my story and show you, like, literally without this gospel, without this rest and this freedom, dude, you, you will just be... That this is the reason why most of the world still thinks, why would I ever want to be a Christian? You know, <laughs> these people just look like more stressed out than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, these people are just like they, they like it, it, like God just feels like an added burden on your shoulders, dude. Whoa, yeah. that is not the Lord. Yeah. I just tell you right now, that is not the Lord. Is right? The Lord, literally, I mean, dude. The Lord, he says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Dude. All you who are heavy laden. Dude, it is not about more burdens on your back. And, uh, dude, but that's where I was, man. Like, we were, and, I, and I can tell you guys, like, dude, if someone's saying that you need to pray more, worship more, meditate more, like get your quiet times together, you know, spend enough time with Jesus fast enough, dude, I did that more than anybody that you could talk to. Like, you, you talk to my wife and I, we literally had every hour of our day scheduled out because we, we love Jesus so much. We literally had every hour of our day scheduled out. And, and like, we would, dude, when I was in India, I would wake up at 5 a.m. every day, have a two-hour quiet time, do Bible study, like, go out and witness. Like, I had it all scheduled out, dude, so that I would be, like, a good Christian. Like, I'm telling you, no one could have accused me of not doing one of the things that Jesus, like, called us to do. But there was no power, there was no fruit, and in the inside it was just like, I felt the fire of God, Jesus was living in there, but like it was just torment. 
Like it was torment because of lack of understanding of this of the freedom of like the sons of God, the glorious liberty. <laughs> yeah. The glorious Woo! liberty of the sons. Because whoa, dude, like so if anyone starts talking to you about it, dude, you can refer them to me, man. I'll tell you, like, I guarantee they're not fasting as much as I did. Like, I'm guaranteed they're, they're not praying as much as I did. Like, and that's not to say, oh, big me, dude. But, like, I'm just telling you, like, all my righteousness was filthy rags, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you guys, it was filthy rags. Dude, like, it did not gain me anything. Now, fasting and prayer and all that stuff can be really good. Like, if it's out of your desire, you love, if you like to do that before the Lord, then that's awesome, you know? But it's like... I, I mean, it, it's so ridiculous now to think about, like, going and, like, you know, scheduling two hours every morning to spend with your spouse that you have to do between 7 and 9, and then at 9 o'clock it's over, and you know what I mean? Like, dude, like, who wants a relationship like that, you know? Who wants that kind of romance where it's all scheduled out and disciplined? Whoa! Well, yeah, I mean, you know, well, that's part of it. Uh, Jesus. Oh, have a drink. Have a drink. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, but like, you know, um, we literally schedule our time. We'd wake up every day. You know, we'd have a two-hour quiet time. We'd go to the prayer room, you know, for several hours. We'd do Bible study when we got home. We had our accountability partners, like, scheduled out, you know. we do fellowship, worship, communion, like, scheduled. We'd have two fasting days a week. Plus other days and 40 day fasts and all this stuff like to press through. But then like when it came to praying for the sick or something like we were still like there was just no confidence. There was no like miracles breaking out. Like our meetings were just like we had music and we'd have talking, you know, but like that's it, you know. Like, <laughs> well, it sounds like church. <laughs> it looks like church, guys. And I just said that. I, and and uh, so then um, 2008 comes, you know, we're uh, we're doing an IHOP meeting actually at some other location downtown, and, and uh, not all IHOPers are like this guy. Like, I'm not telling you. Don't make me blatant statements. They're all awesome. Mike says it's amazing. There's God. But um, whoa! I was at I, I went to this meeting. I was leading worship, and and they were pressing in for breakthrough over the heavens in the city. Right? We're like, rend the heavens, rend the heavens. And we're singing that song, let it rain over the floodgates of heaven. Literally, we sang that song for 45 minutes, Open the Floodgates of Heaven, and I was like, we're going to press it tonight. I mean, we're just going to press it. Dude. So, like, we just stuck that chorus, and we were stuck with that chorus. Open the floodgates. Open the floodgates. Come on! Ah, like, everybody. Dude, I was like that way with everybody else, because I was doing it to myself, so I'd be looking at everybody, I'm like, come on! Like, what are you doing talking over there? Dude, that was really fun last night. I was like, 
dude, all of a sudden, like the next few months and years, like ever since then, dude, like that, I call that like my like a second baptism in the Holy Spirit for me. Like my first one was 2001, but like my second one was in like early 08, like February, March. I can't remember exactly the, the dates of 08 when like, dude, like. We watched some of those videos, and that dude told me about the open heavens, and I'm telling you, it wasn't just information for me. You know what I mean? Like, it came to an experience where, like, I realized that heaven has been rent open, and everything was in the atmosphere. Everything was around me. Like, and dude, I could just feel it. Like, I could just see it and sense it, dude. And miracles started happening, like, in our home meetings, dude. This crazy outbreak of gold dust started happening with our crew, like... Dude, I can tell you that, honestly, that one miracle of the gold dust that started appearing over everybody's hands is, like, pretty much, like, generated, like, about half of the movement that's happened here so far. Because, dude, at that time, every single person that we laid our hands on got gold. Like, covered in gold for, like, a period of a few weeks. And, like, it still happens regularly, but... <laughs> but, like, it was, like, just, you know, dude, miracles started popping. Like, people started getting healed, like... Just, it was crazy. Literally, we started experiencing this stuff that we've been, like, pressing for forever. Like, we just stopped trying. Like, miracles into the sea. I'm telling you, like, wave after wave of identity. Revelation was just flowing like wildfire, guys. Like, like, dude, we'd just be laying on the floor together. Some of you guys, like, were there in this time. Dude, we'd just be laying there just getting waves and waves of revelations. Like for months, like just stuff that we used to press for. Dude, I could walk into the prayer room a after that and just sit there and in an instant just be like, oh, <sighs> gone, just gone, dude. gone. I mean, I used to like, I used to spend days and hours like looking at the verses. Where's the secret? You know? Oh, Jesus, how do I get there? Like, how, I know there's more of you somewhere. I gotta have it. I gotta have it. Where is it? Jesus, open my eyes. Like all this stuff, you know. And He did open my eyes, you know. Hallelujah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> but like, dude, only when I began to rest, guys. Like, and that's how this thing comes back. It's full circle. Like, we've seen so much happen in the last three years since then. And yeah, like it's only been three years, you know. Like some of you guys have been flowing in the river longer, maybe. I don't know. I know a lot of you guys haven't. <laughs> a lot of you guys are like just babies in the glory, and that's awesome, but dude, in a moment of time, by faith, you actually become like the fullness of Jesus, so it doesn't matter. Shut up! <laughs> dude, nations being born in a day is what we're talking about now. Like, nations being born in a day, like people coming from absolute depravity to absolute complete holiness in an instant, in an instant of time. It's actually less than an instant because it already happened in the past. Right. <laughs> just you realizing where you're seated, where you are. But dude, like, Whoa, now I see what's happening here. Now I see where this rabbit's going. <laughs> Dude, the Lord is just really, he's just jealous for this understanding because like, you know, even like, even in the glory, and even in like the gospel groups, dude, it's so quick. That the only thing the enemy can do is come back and lie and try to make you work again. That's the only thing he can do. That's it. And he can't even make you work. He can only speak things and you choose if you want to go out there. You know, but like, dude, Ha. So I'm kind of ending my testimony part, going back and preaching, but like, <laughs> dude, that thing, of you know, but, but at the end of the day, dude, like, I mean, there was such an open heaven atmosphere and revelation over this, what, what it was, was it wasn't just salvation by grace through faith, which I used to believe in the Lutheran days, like, I mean, it was that, that's the language for it, but what I came to an understanding is like, dude, when you're free from sin, it doesn't just mean you don't do bad things anymore. Like, dude, 
When you are saved by grace through faith, salvation means you're coming to the fullness of everything that Jesus has. The fullness of everything that God has. Like, there's not one more thing that you could get. If you can imagine it, it's yours already. I'm telling you, like, power to create universes. I'm talking about power to, like, love anybody who hates you. Anybody. I'm, ta I'm talking about love that can, like, overcome wars, that can, like, press through, like, the greatest opposition. I'm talking about peace that passes understanding, mind-blowing, like, waves of peace. Like, every vision that you have of a place that you could go in God is is included in that word salvation. It's included in that place. So when you're talking about salvation by grace through faith, it's not an intellectual argument anymore. It's not an information, dude. It goes to a place where it's not just revelation. It's actually the fullness of revelation. When you realize heaven is open, when the heavens have been rent in twain, and not just open in the atmosphere around you, but fully living within you, dude, there's no greater place. So like that that place, I've like I'm home now. Dude, I'm home, guys. Like, I'm not going anywhere else. There's nothing more. I've reached. I, I've arrived. You've arrived. You've arrived. Dude, you, you can no longer use the phrase, well, I'm not, nobody's perfect. <laughs> You're perfect. Everybody's perfect. They just, some people don't know it. Everyone is perfect. Everyone is perfect. Perfect, not just, I mean, think about perfect, dude, like, the, oh my God, everything that's implied in that word, everything that's implied in the word perfect, perfect, I'm talking about perfect, I'm talking about the ability to flow in the fullness of your destiny at every moment in time. The, full, the, ability, the ability to flow in the fullness of the fullness at every single second of time, dude, just like, oh my God, let yourself sink into it right now. Just sink, dude. Like, if you get the revelation of this, like George Urbano says, like, you get the revelation of this, you'll be crawling up the walls at 24-7. <laughs> I'm talking about, ah! Dude, you will be exploding, you're exploding, exploding, exploding. You are exploding. You're exploding. You're exploding. You're all exploding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're so perfect. Is gone. The old is gone. The old is enveloped in Christ. So, dude, like the, this, this thing over the gospel, guys. Like, I'm, I'm so jealous for this gospel to go forth, dude. Because, like, as we begin to believe this, the, like, it, I mean, it literally only takes a couple people that that believe this, dude, for cities to get it's sucked up into wholeness. Only, I mean, a couple of people get a hold of this reality that you're filled with the fullness of the fullness. Because, like, what we talked about, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, is, dude, John, or going back to John 15, I'm right, searching back into preaching mode a little bit, or teaching, or whatever I'm doing. <laughs> John 15, 7, if you abide in me, my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish. Whatever you wish. Whatever you wish. Whatever you wish, guys. Whatever you wish will be done for you. That's the place where everything you speak comes into being. Everything you speak. I'm talking about saying trees come out of the ground. Dude, dude, this is where it's going. 
Hey, if you guys, on Tuesday night this week, if you want to come out, we're going to watch Bob Jones' DVD of The New Breed, his prophecy in The New Breed. We're going to watch it over at the Shelter's house on Tuesday night. Dude, what Bob Jones has been prophesying since like 1970-something, or like, no, the mid-80s, I forget when, but for years, dude, is that there's a new breed arising that will be young at 100, that will never taste death, that will transfigure into balls of living light. Like, yeah. And he said, the Lord gave him a vision, actually, when he sent him back from the dead. Like, Bob Jones has died a couple times. The Lord sent him back from heaven to say, you're supposed to prophesy to this next generation that's arising that will never taste death. They're called the manifest sons of God. They're called the sons and daughters of God that are actually going to come into the fullness of everything that Jesus had, including, like, the Mount of Transfiguration, including, like, his resurrected form and his fullness to take over the planet. That this end times army isn't about, like, you know, us, like, hunkering down and making it through the tribulation or, like, we're being sucked out of here. This end times reality is about people that get filled with fullness, that understand the fullness of Christ so that they actually transfigure into a being, a ball of light, dude. Like, Bob, Bob, Jones, literally, Bob Jones literally said, dude, this is the most accurate, like, prophet alive today, probably. Like, Bob Jones isn't like, you know, just, oh, well, you know, he gets half of them right, dude. I mean, like, dude, most of the ministries, like, the charismatic ministries, like, half of them were launched to this dude's prophetic ministry. You know what I mean? Like, words that he spoke, and, like, crazy things, comments coming down that he predicted, you know, earthquakes, like, literally fire falling from heaven. In Kansas City, they had, like, the fire trucks were called because fire was falling, literally, from heaven. Dude, this guy's prophesying that in this day, he actually said that there's an army... And the Lord told him that starting in the days of uh, when it cost like 20 cents to mail a letter or something, I forget how much it was, but it ended up, the starting in the days when it cost this much to mail a letter in America is when I'm sending out the papers for these sons and daughters of God that are going to rise. That time actually happened in uh, late 1981. Late 1981, dude. Like, the, <laughs> the, the, the letters were sent out to the sons and daughters of God that are going to never die. And then I got to rise as balls of living light that are going to manifest everything that Jesus has. Dude, if this blows your mind, man, like, I'm telling you, this is where it's going. It doesn't even matter. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe me because you know, as soon as a couple of us manifest into balls of light, then you can believe me. That's fine. He's giving the key to this right now, and it's the same key that always has been, but we've lost sight of it. It's the simple gospel. It is the simple gospel to manifest as beings of light. You want to you want to manifest into beings of all the fullness, dude. There's nothing you can do to make it happen. That's right. You cannot make it happen. I I testify by all of my life experience. Which isn't enough. We've got the holy words of God right here to testify along with it. And we've got a lot of your other testimonies. But I'm telling you, everything in my experience, everything in the scriptures, I believe, confirms that there is nothing you can do to make this stuff happen. This isn't an army that's going to just get hungry enough, guys. You can't get hungry enough. Dude, this isn't an army that's just going to press in hard enough. That's just going to get desperate enough, dude. I'm telling you, the really, really good news is that tonight... If you simply just rest in the arms of Jesus, you will go there. He will take you there. I'm telling you, dude, what must we do to do the works of God? John 6, he said, believe. Believe, yeah. I believe you. I believe you, Jesus. 
This John 15 says, says, abide in me. Stay, stay where you are. Stay right where you are in the vine. Stay right where you are. Don't move. For as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. I'm talking about the word much, dude. Just say much. Much. Much, much, much. Oh my God. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he's thrown away as a branch and dries up. Dude, if you feel like you're drying up, dude, just, just rest again and finish work. Of Jesus, if you feel like you're drying up tonight, dude, there is a freaking river flowing through this place, flowing through this house. This is the same rivers that were released through the Garden of Eden. Where it said, you know, there was gold that should have taken everywhere the rivers were going. Right? This is the same rivers of Ezekiel 40, whatever chapter it is, the latter chapters of Ezekiel to what? Where it says, dude, where they flowed, the, the trees bore fruit in every season. Everywhere the river went, everything lived. Everything was alive where this river flowed. This is the river that you're flowing through, that you're on, that you're on that raft, dude. Just lay back and enjoy the ride. Because, like, you got it all. And I'm telling you, dude, I, I just see it right now. Like, over some of your houses right now, there's portals. You guys are opening up portals over your house where you're just going to be lying on the floor getting just... Download, 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 download of Revelation without working for it. Dude. You're gonna get caught. You're not even gonna go into quiet time. The quiet time is gonna sneak up on you. Your quiet time. You're gonna be like making dinner, and dude, I'm telling you, like I'm just seeing this by the Spirit. You're gonna be making dinner, dude. Portals are gonna open up around you. Why? Because you're hearing the gospel right now. If you believe this message, that's it. That's it. If you believe this message, the gospel is the power of God for affecting everything. Dude, whoa, these portals. I just prophesied fresh portals over every one of you guys. Dude. Encounters, dude. dude. That gold dust that began to form on our hands, dude. I, I just declare it's not leaving. I declare the manifestations aren't leaving. We're not worshiping a manifestation except for Jesus. But, but we're, we are calling forth right now through this gospel, through this glorious gospel, body, soul, spirit, transformation, called into agreement, portals opening over houses, miracles. Miracles. Miracles right now. Miracles right now. Just put your hands out before the Lord for a second. Dude, I feel it, dude. Put your hands out before the Lord. There are some miracles coming into this building right now.
It's right in my answer. You're home. You're home. The Lord says you're home. You are home. You are home. Ask you like one or two short testimonies. Has anybody had like a miracle that's happened this week they want to testify about? I'm talking about a miracle. Dude, as we as we testify, faith is built in this place. I just feel like the Lord wants to testify to a couple of men.